Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton, here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have. Pick up the phone, give me a call, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, hey, we got you covered there as well, 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and Hey, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that number is 713-212-5874. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Carrier for ultimate home comfort. Turn to the experts. Turn to Carrier. All righty. Don't forget, check out our website as well, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful Tips and information, things that uh, just make things go easier for you. THIPro.com. While you're there, upper right-hand corner, you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. You're also going to see a section on the Patterson Project. And if you click on that, we got our video that's going to be starting on the 30th. And uh, it's a, it's a several-part series that shows you the renovation we did at the Patterson home. So uh, it was for an injured firefighter, and it was it was a great uh, project that many of our sponsors got together and uh, donated their time, materials, and, and labor to do these projects. And, and I truly appreciate all the help that they put into that. But again, our number, 713-212-5874. Let's head to the first call of the day. We're going to Santa Fe and... Adrian, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Uh, hello, Jim. Hey, I've got some copper uh, plumbing up in my attic, and I noticed a little bit of the green patina on, on, a, on a joint. And I know I've got a leak. I, I felt it, a slight leak. But I wasn't sure. What, what are your thoughts on the shark bite uh, fittings to repair it with myself? Or do you, would you say I need to go ahead and call a, a licensed plumber out there? Nah, if you just got the one leak and, and you want to use the shark bites, they actually work very well. In fact, uh, on my member's site, I've got a video where we show a uh, pipe that's spraying water, how easy it is to so just shut the water off, cut it, and use a shark bite to repair it. They're, they're quick, they're easy, and, and they last. So I, I wouldn't worry about using that at all. Okay, yeah, that was my worry about the lasting part. I know that they're approved to be sealed up in a wall, but I'm still, you know, up in the attic. I'm, I'm looking, just worried about it. So, okay. I appreciate well, it. Well, you know, yeah, no, nah, you, you, do, you don't have to worry about it. And, and let's face it, if it does leak in the attic, you're going to find it there a whole lot easier than you're going to find it in the wall. Absolutely. You're right. Okay. Thank you very All right. much. Adrian, have a great weekend. All right. Thank you. You too. Again, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. And and for anybody who's not familiar with what a shark bite is, uh, you can use it on copper pipes, and basically it slides on and locks into place. There's no threading, there's no 
tools that you got to have to put it on or anything else. Now, if you want to take it off, they do have a little $1 clip that you push on the pipe and you can push and take that shark bite back off. But it makes it so easy to, to, to do joints and, and repairs and stuff. It's, it's, it's actually a very good product. Let's see here. Let's talk with Alton. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. Um, so I bought a house that has an addition um, that was uh, added onto the main property. But the addition was about an inch uh, lower than the main uh, floor. So just wondering what's the best way of um, leveling that out. Um, one thing, it does have a slope to it, so it's uh, about an inch um, on one side and maybe an inch and a quarter on the other uh, end of the uh, addition. Okay. Is it that it was built that way, or has it moved like that? I think it was built that way. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any foundation movement. There's no cracks on the wall. Um, exterior um, facade looks good. So I don't think it was uh, due to uh, movement. Okay. And is it a concrete addition? Yeah, it's a concrete addition, and it does have you know walls, um, windows and stuff on, sure. on the walls. Okay. Well, you c- the fact that it's only an inch is where the biggest problem is. If it was two inches, I would simply yeah. say, let's pour concrete inside and cap it. Uh-huh. One inch yeah. concrete, though, is, is thin enough that it tends to break. Now, they do okay. make some floor levelers and such that you can do that thick, but to do a room that size would be expensive. Okay. You know, if if, okay. if it's of any size. How big a room are we talking? We're talking about a 10 by 11 or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could get away with probably using some of the polymer floor levelers. Uh, you know, you'd have to do it in layers, and they're really mm-hmm. easy to use. I mean, typically when I'm using one, I just use a 1 by 4, about 4 or 5 feet long. Put mm-hmm. the, the self-leveling polymers out there. Spread it with that one by four real quick, and just let them sit and, mm-hmm. and spread out. So they're relatively simple okay. to use, and that that would probably be the best way to to raise it up. Okay, great. Sounds good. I'll, I'll research that a little bit more. Yeah, go go buy uh, floor and decor. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they've got them. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for your help. All righty. Take care. Okay. Right. Bye bye. Bye. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Any improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. If you're outside the Houston area, eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. That's eight six six nine three seven. Zero 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 three, and you know, really, if you're doing the project yourself, hiring a contractor, uh, just have maintenance questions. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm here to help you out with. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four, and uh, don't forget check out our website thipro.com. That's thipro.com because there you'll find all kinds of helpful information, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, things like that. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm trying to look that up right now. Are we in Houston next weekend? No, it's not next. Huh? At the stock show. That's right. I I can never remember where I'm going to be and when I'm going to be. I'm going to be out at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo next weekend. But... Doesn't matter. I'll still be available to take your calls and answer your questions. 713-212-5874. We're going to talk with Jack. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Uh, Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I had a question. Uh, My daughter's got a house that's about six years old. It burnt down, and then the guy rebuilt it in the slab up. So the shower's uh, seven years old in the master bedroom. It's a walk-in rectangular shower. And uh, she found out that it uh, leaked, so we did the test to fill up the shower with water and let it sit for a couple hours. I believe the shower pan needs to be repaired. Uh, Do you suggest redoing the whole shower or just going up a few feet and taking out the pan and redoing the tile? And what kind of place would I try to get that done through? 
Okay. Normally, uh, if you're going to have to do the shower pan, it's only coming up about six inches or so. Uh, wherever the ledge is, you know, for walking into the shower, the shower pans will typically go a little higher than that, but not much. So uh, you don't have to come up a couple feet. If the t- if you can get the tile or something that somewhat matches, there's no reason to. I'm assuming it's tile, is it? Uh, yes, it's about 10-inch tile on the wall, so I figured one row. Oh, yeah, one row will take care of you. Uh, and is it tile on the shower base as well? Yes. Okay. You know, what you can do in some cases, if you can't get the tile that matches coming up the wall, you can use a different tile on the, the floor and have that floor tile come up the the wall just a little bit and then go into your wall tiles. It still hey, looks we, fine, very functional, and does everything you need to do. The question I had is, is it better, one, one guy I talked to wants to, build the shower pan you know out of the rubber and then i was thinking there's also the prefab uh either way it makes a difference you know the it depends if you use the prefab they do make some of the prefabs now that you can put tile on but in general the prefab sets into place and it's there and that's what you're looking at is the man-made floor if you want the tile normally i'll tell you go with the mud and and use the rubber uh, and and I and to be honest with you, when I did my own in my house, uh, let's see, I I put mine in f- four years ago. I I used a rubber mat with the with the grout and tile. What kind of uh, guy would I look for? Um, you know, if I targeted going out trying to find folks to do this. Well, surprisingly enough, it usually takes two because. The, the uh, plumber has typically comes in and and does all the work around the drain. And then the tile guy will do the actual tile work. A lot of the tile guys, though, will take care of around the drain as well. And as far as somebody to do it for you, stop by your local floor and decor store, and uh, they'll have people. I see you're out in Katy. Uh, Victor's Remodeling and Construction is out in that area. He could help you with it as well. Great. Thank you. You bet. D-150. You can't teach an old Texan new tricks. Man, at 68 years old, I'm still learning stuff from you. Unless you're Jim Dutton. Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Guardian Roof systems get your roof done right by a company you can trust call 888-603-4185 or visit guardianroofsystems.com now if you got a home improvement question 713-212-5874 let's head back into the calls william welcome to texas home improvement oh thank you jim uh uh specifically it has to do with the venting of a, a dryer. Okay. And it doesn't vent to the outside. It vents through uh, one, it's a one-story uh, house, and I'm really calling on behalf of my daughter. Uh, it doesn't, uh, like, I don't know, she was telling me, like, you know, two and three hours to dry a load of clothes, and I said, well, you know, check, check the vent. Yeah, you know, check hose, you know that kind of thing. And she and, said, and, "Yeah, Dad, that thing vents through the roof." Okay. And I said, "Okay, all right." They hadn't known my home very long. It's in this older home, and uh, there there had been some uh, uh, say an addition or a remodel done, and I, I don't know the exact details. But uh, how do you really? Uh, Let's say solve that problem because there was a repairman out there, not for that problem, but uh, let's say for the refrigerator or for the washing machine or whatever. Uh-huh. He said, uh, basically, you need. There's this thing that they got is a. It's a fan. I don't a know how the fan, fan works. Yeah, they've they've got what's called a booster fan. If if it's too far a run, that can be put on the system. 
uh, it just basically goes in line, like up in the attic. When the dryer's on, that fan c- kicks on as well. And uh, basically, as the air is coming in, it just pushes it out harder than it's coming in. But uh, how long a run? You said it's a one-story house, and it's venting out the, the roof, right? Right. So, I'd I mean, say uh, no more than 10 feet. That should not require a booster fan by any means of the imagination. Okay. Maybe 12. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about a booster fan when we're going over 25 feet. Okay. Is there an alternative? Well, have we verified that the pipe doesn't need cleaning? That's typically the biggest problem is the lint builds up somewhere in the pipe, you know, in the vent pipe. Yeah. And that blocks the airflow, which causes the dryer to just take forever to dry clothes. Right. Well, you know, that can happen when it's finished right out of the back. And, and exactly. And, and when, and as, and as short a run as you're telling me this one is, I got an idea that's what it is. is it's, it's got a blockage in it somewhere. And okay. the most common place to look is in the flexible hose right behind the dryer where it, where it ties in, you know, behind the wall there. Right. That's usually where you're going to find the kink. Or blockage. Right. Now, uh, now I also heard such a thing as a a box, a box where you uh, have that collects the lint when uh, yes, it's it's uh, like a I don't know everything's not square, let's say, or not not uh, in uh, alignment or whatever. Well, it's uh, it's it's just a. There's many different things. Yeah, and and it's nothing more than a a box that instead of all the air going out, it goes into this box. The air still can exit, but you clean out the box periodically to get all the lint out of it. And in some cases, they actually have that venting inside the house that way. I don't particularly care for that because it dumps a lot of humidity in the house. But as far as the box itself, uh, collecting lint, yeah, I mean... But it's just got a much like the the lint catch inside the dryer. It's just got a screen type filter in there that you pull out and clean off. Okay. And then I do you have time for one more quick question? A quick one. Go ahead. All right. It has to do with uh, my garage. Sure. Floor. Okay. And I've had it done once, but it's been like ten years ago. And uh, this was after it was, I mean, this is like a 30-plus-year-old house. Uh-huh. And I had it uh, primed, and uh, I went with an acrylic uh, second coat instead of, a, let's say, epoxy. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you have a choice over epoxy or acrylic? I mean, it really looked really good for a long time, and we hadn't had any leaks or anything like that. I mean, you know, yeah. as far as... I mean, I personally, I personally typically will use the epoxy, but, uh, you know, depending on what you're doing in there, the acrylic will do just fine. The reason I like the epoxies, when you drive in with the hard, or hard, with the hot tires... It doesn't stick to it and peel off the, like uh, some of the other ones will. And that music means I gotta take a break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be back with more Texas home. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired. I don't wanna sleep and I wanna have fun. It's time for a good time. Woo! Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. If you want to find out more, go to THIPro.com and click on the link to James Hardy. All right, you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. And if you're outside the Houston area, hey, don't worry about it. Got you covered, 866-937-0003. Let's talk with Doug and Conroe. How are you? Uh, actually... My mom uh, had her uh, bedroom and her, her house painted 
about 10 years ago. But what happened was they used this faux, not faux paw, but, but faux paint. Uh-huh. And what it did was it, it, it started bubbling up underneath, and there was air pockets, and it was bubbling on the wall. Yeah, they, you know it, it, it probably wasn't a paint. What they put on was a faux finish to give it a faux textured finish. finish. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And if that's peeling off, yeah, that can be a big problem. What you'll end up doing is literally scraping it off. Uh, and once you start scraping on it, my guess is you're going to find it a big chunk of it's going to scrape off. And then you're going to have to skim coat the wall. And to do that, you would take and mix a little bit of water in with some sheetrock mud, use a uh, heavy, thick nap roller in order to roll the sheetrock mud on the wall, and then you use a wide putty knife, sheetrock knife, to to pull it down smooth. And basically what you're doing is recoating that wall back like an original wall. So after you're done doing this, it's now got to be textured, primered, painted. Uh, Jim. Yeah. Are, are you doing anything next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out to the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo next weekend, as oh, far great. away from this project as I can be. <laughs> I guarantee you, this is not something I can do. And I've tried to tell I said, I can scrape these until I, I can go down the whole wall. Yeah, uh, and, 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 me, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, is there any chance that, that would it be easier just to literally scrape that all the way off? I mean, I, I know that that's a lot of work, but, I mean, just scrape it all off and just paint the doggone room. She, I, she, I seriously doubt if it will all come off, uh, and that's the reason I'm thinking you're going to end up uh, re you know, redoing a skim coat over the wall. And it sounds like it's a lot of work. It's not near as bad as it sounds. And the nice thing about doing it with uh, sheetrock mud like that, yeah. if you mess it up a little bit, mm-hmm. if the mud's still wet, you just scrape it off and redo it. If the mud is dried, you can use mm-hmm. water to or sandpaper, you know, sheetrock sandpaper, to sand it down smooth. I mean, it's relatively easy to work with. Yeah, but Jim... I actually work for a living outside of this painting thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing that. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question that my dad asks me all the time. Okay. What are you doing between 2 and 4 in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, probably not the right thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, look, the easiest way to handle this, and and this this is going to sound bad, but you hire a painter who comes in, and he will actually come in and do that whole room in probably three or four hours. Right, right. And and, and I'd love to say, where's the people that did it? And, of course, they're out of business. So, you know, it's just something I can't do. I used to paint. I used to paint, but I never used that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm trying yeah. That to that this. that was a coating that was it was probably applied with a roller or even a trowel on that wall, and it's done thinly and and then they paint it afterwards. But yeah. um, if they didn't prep it's, it's that wall thick. properly, yeah, if they didn't prep the wall properly, it's it will start peeling not. off just like it's doing. I I was telling my mom. I said they did not primer this wall. They did not do what they had to do because this wall. It's painted right, but it has nothing to stick to. Yeah. Now, the areas that you've scraped off, are you still seeing the original texture and stuff behind? Uh, what I see is sheetrock. Okay. Here's sheetrock. Because we thought yeah. maybe there was a leak from the roof that was coming down and bubbling the paint underneath the paint. But no, there was no water because I was tapping that sheetrock, and it was dry as it could be. Yep. So it's them. But but them do not no longer exist. Yep. All right, well, well so I'm, I'm going to go with you. Roll up your sleeves, get some elbow grease, and have a good time. No, I'm going to get my checkbook out, and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write it the right way. <laughs> there you go. All right, thank you, Jim. You bet, Doug. Good luck with that. Bye-bye. Bye. 
And sometimes that is the easiest way to take care of a project is just get the checkbook out and go ahead and write a check for it. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and, hey, let's talk about what you need to do and whether you want to do it or not. That's what I'm all about. 713-212-5874. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like memories of your younger years without all the incredibly dumb things you did. Here's Jim Dutton. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone and give me a call at 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866 937 0003. We are broadcasting live today. I'm in Las Colinas, Texas at the Texas Home and Garden Show. Uh, but we're still taking your calls and answering your questions. 713-212-5874. Hey, I, I also I want to thank all the radio stations that carry Texas Home Improvement all over the state, like KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, WBAP in Dallas-Fort Worth, in Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course, KTRH 740 AM right here in Houston, Texas. All great stations, and you know I appreciate that they carry the show and allow me to answer your questions. And if mentioning the questions, 713-212-5874 is the number to call. Uh, don't forget, check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. And with that, we're going to get ready and head straight back into the calls. 713-212-5874. We're going to Beaumont. And Margaret, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. I have an old 50s ranch home that I bought, and it has that old wood paneling. Yeah. You know, that that's just packed up there. Should I pull it out, or is there some sort of coating I can put on it without just painting it, but to make it look like a smooth wall? Well, there's, you know, if you want a smooth wall, you you would end up taking it out and putting sheetrock up. Uh, you okay. know, the little grooves, the little grooves in the sheet, in the the paneling, they can be filled with sheetrock mud. But by the time you go through the hassle of doing all that, you might as well do it right and, and uh, put sheetrock up. Okay. It's only just one long, it's only one wall and one room. So okay. I just tear it out? If I was doing it, well, let me rephrase that. When I did my house, <laughs> yeah, that's what okay. I did. I took the sheetrock, I took the uh, paneling down. And a lot of times what you'll find is there's sheetrock behind the paneling. But it doesn't have any tape and float on it yet. You know, it's it's just a sheetrock hanging there as a spacer. And so uh-huh. you take this, the paneling down, you tape and float the sheetrock, texture it, and you're done. In some cases, now, because you mentioned that this house was built in the 50s. Uh-huh. I'm betting that that paneling wasn't added until the 60s or 70s. Right. In the uh, 50s, paneling. Yeah, I bet you that's when the paneling was put in then. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if you take that paneling off, the wall is already textured behind it. Ah, okay. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. You bet. Have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. The biggest problem you run into on some of that is they used a lot of glue back then. And so the the sheet ro- or the uh, paneling might have been glued, and that those glue strips will be there. But a lot of times you can peel those off even. So it, it's well worth taking a look at. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Larry in Alvin, how are you today? I'm doing very well, and you? I'm doing great. What can yes. I do for you? I have a um, <clears throat> breezeway between my house and garage. And um, 
uh, when it when there's a temperature change, it sweats real bad. Um, the garage does not do it. The house does not do it. It's only on the breezeway. Yep. And um, a couple years ago, I put down, I stained it and used some shark bite in the stain uh-huh. to kept the slip part of it. But it just drives me nuts that it still does it. And I'm curious, number one, as to what causes it. And number two, is there a fix that can be done to prevent that? Well, typically what's causing it is a temperature change, and we got so much moisture, uh, you know, it'll tend to come up even through the concrete from the ground. Right. Uh, when it's outside that way, the, uh, the house foundation and the garage probably have poly underneath the concrete, and okay. that helps to keep that moisture from coming through. Flat work like that, you know, patios, sidewalks, things like that, we don't put poly down, and so it'll let it sweat like that. Gotcha. As far as something you can do, you can put some sealers on it that'll help, uh, and some of the places will tell you it'll eliminate it. It doesn't, but okay. it darn sure does help. Now, if I was to do a uh, towel over it with the moisture... First of all, I mean, would that even work, I guess, would be a question. Yes, absolutely. Um, but would the moisture still continue up through the tile? It it won't come through the tile itself. In some cases, it'll come up through the grout line a little bit. But okay. to be honest with you, not enough that you'd ever notice it. Okay, so that might be an option then. Yeah, go buy uh, your local floor and decor store. Uh, that. For Alvin, I think the closest one's probably going to be the, the one over on 45 at Almeda Mall there. Right. And uh, they've got tiles and mastics for putting it on for outside like that. Okay. And uh, that would that would probably be your best, yeah, as far as if you're willing to do that. Because most people aren't, but it yeah. really looks nice. I, I agree. Okay, very good. That's what it, you answered my question. Now one, Thank you one, very much. One, one, yes. one quick thing. You got to use a tile. Don't use uh, like a slate or something because the natural stone slate moisture will still come through it. Right. You're looking right. for a tile that has the baked finish on it. Got you. Okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Th- you bet. Take care. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. We're gonna take a real quick break. I do take care of some commercial stuff here, and then we'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Hi, Jim. How you doing? I just heard your show. I'm working on building a hidden compartment in my house, probably like an 8x10 room, and I'm going to be growing plants in there, and I wanted to know what you think I should use for ventilation or filtration. Hey, home, why don't you come along? I wouldn't want the house to smell strange. Yeah. Uh, hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery. Well, Sean, I got to ask you a question. Are you going to be growing illegal plants in there? <laughs> no, no, just just legal plants. You know, just plants. Okay. Because otherwise, I'm not going to tell you how to fix it up. So, <laughs> you know, strawberries, whatever kind of cool plants. Let me take you down. Here's more with Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. Uh, we're going a little psychedelic on you today. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Let's get ready and head back into some calls here. Well, you know what? I need to hold off. If you're on hold, I'm going to catch you at the first segment of the next hour because I know we're getting ready to leave for news traffic and weather and all that, and I don't want to start your question and not be able to follow it through. The The news takes about seven minutes. Then we'll be back, and I'll start answering your calls. And the order that they came in, Steve, Mike, Joanne, that's the order that we'll start with. And, of course, the rest of the calls as well. 713-212-5874. We'll be right back.
welcome back to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. That's the number to call. You know, And if you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon at thipro.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our newsletter as well. It goes out every other week. And check out the Patterson video. Uh, that's a project that we worked on for a firefighter. Anyway, 713-212-5874. Now, like I said, we're going to jump straight into the calls. And, Steve, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Thanks for your service, Jim. Thank you, sir. Hey, I'm contemplating buying a house out in Conroe. It's 25 years old for an investment, uh, renting, rent out type situation. Um, the problem is it's got foundation problems. The owner disclosed it right off the bat, and it's got some pretty big major, it, some cracks up on the walls, by the doors, and uh, and he said it. It's about it's been the problem started about 15 years ago. My question is, would you steer away from purchasing something that has had foundation problems for that long? Or can it be repaired just like if it if it's a couple years old? Or it, what would you do? Would would you? Um, you you do know I own a foundation repair company, right? Yes, sir. You okay. Know, probably, <laughs> I will. But you're an honest man. Yeah, I I will tell you, I will buy a house that has a foundation problem every day of the week. Okay. And the main reason, you're going to get it at a discount, typically, and a pretty sizable one usually. Yes. Uh, and yes, it can be repaired. I mean, foundations as they age, they will get continue to get worse and worse. A lot of times people think, oh, well, it's finally stopped, especially when it's wet like this. It doesn't. The minute it okay. starts drying out, it's going to get worse again. Uh, you know, most people start noticing the problem at an inch and a half. I have leveled houses that were 18 inches out of level. And wow. I mean, that's something that was going on for the last 20 years. So, yes, it can it can still be fixed. And the main reason I say I would buy one every day that has not, you know, that has a foundation problem, that old saying, there's two kinds of houses in Texas, one that's been fixed and one that will be fixed. Well, you're going to get the better price on the one that's needing the fixing, and sooner or later they're all going to need it. Yes, sir. And, the yeah, the price is right, and so... And he, I don't know, he threw a ballpark. He said he, uh, I don't know if he had an estimate or somebody said it'd be about, it's an 1800 square foot house. He estimated like be about $9,000. Um, but I don't know if that was 15 years ago when he first noticed yeah. it. Or well, I, I will tell you the average foundation job is 8500 Okay. And there are jobs that are, you know, are $2,000, and there are jobs that are $40,000. Okay. But the average is 8500. But I uh, if I was you before I bought it, I would have it looked at and make sure of how much it's going to be. I mean, uh, we'd be more than happy to take a look at it for you as, as well, but uh you darn sure want to know what it's going to cost you before you buy it. Jim, thank you. I'll give you a call. All righty. Take care. And I mentioned I own a foundation company, Due West Foundation Repair. It's my family business. Me and my brother have it. We got it from our parents. And uh, if you want to call us, 713-473-7156. And the office is actually manned on Saturday till 5 o'clock. So you can call and book appointments today even. Now let's get back to some calls, 713-212-5874. Mike. This is Jim. Welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. Um, actually, we're looking to do some countertops in our kitchen. And right now okay. it's got some like, subway tiles right there that are kind of ugly. I'm not going to go with granite because I personally find granite to be both expensive and boring. I actually like the stone tile look. Okay. Uh, my, my question is more, what do you think the best process is for demoing the kitchen? I uh, just get in there with a the chisel and hammer and go to work. And what's on there now? It's kind of like a 4 by 4 subway tile, just white. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, 
typically that's going to be your easiest is once you get a spot where it peels off, a lot of times you can just peel it on by by uh, sliding bars up underneath the tile and popping them off. Chances are good you're going to have to do a little sheetrock repair behind there before you're ready to put the new tiles up on the backsplash. Are you going to do the countertop as well or just the backsplash? Well, it's the countertop and backsplash, so it'll okay. be a whole thing. Yeah, then absolutely. Just on the countertop itself, yeah, you can hit that with a hammer because it's going to have typically two layers of three-quarter inch plywood under the uh, tile that's on there. And on the backsplash, it's just sheetrock. So uh, as far as the countertop, hit it with a hammer to loosen up the first ones and then just start scraping it up. Okay. And um, you think the plywood afterwards will be fine to just go over with some... The mud if it's laying down tiles. if it if you can't get it to scrape up and be nice and clean and ready to go, just put a quarter inch thick layer of uh, hardy backer board. Okay. You know the concrete backer board on it, and then you're ready to go. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds fun. The project, so we're going to work on it. And uh, yeah. I've never done anything like that, so I wanted to get a professional advice before I started. Well, I'm going to give you one one piece. One piece that I would use on the backsplash, uh, you know, a lot of times people will just use still the mastic and, and glue the tiles up there. They make a tar-based product that comes in a roll. Okay. And you can get it at Floor and Decor. I've seen it there as well. And I've used those products before. And basically, once you got your uh, sheetrock up on the back wall, you roll this stuff out. It'll have a film on it that you can peel off and literally just stick your tiles onto it and then grout it. It makes okay. it much shorter time span to do it. The, the uh, tar backing of it waterproofs the wall, so you don't have to worry about moisture going through the grout lines and ruining the sheetrock. Uh, it, okay. And it just makes the project much faster because you can put it up there and grout it all in one day versus, you know, placing the tile and then having to wait for the mastics to dry and then grouting. Okay. That sounds good. Anything to save time and effort That's, and money. Yeah. Sounds, time sounds and money. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. 713-212-5874. And we're going to talk with uh, Joanne in Montgomery. How are you? Oh, I'm just great, thanks. Say, I have a home that uh, it has a very unusual uh, something kind of a noise in the master bath uh, sink when the heat, when I turn the heat on. It's kind of a blub, 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 blub. Now, okay. there's two sinks in that room, uh, and it's just coming out of the one that I use more often. But it, yep. when the heat goes off, it stops. Now, is that a plumbing problem? No, I uh, what it's what it probably it well it could be, but what it's what's causing it is I guarantee you the condensation line drains into that sink under underneath That's what for I've your air told. conditioning system. And mm-hmm. what's probably happening is when the uh, heater is running, there's no water coming down, but for some reason you may be getting enough back pressure that it you're getting the sound in there, and it almost sounds like. The condensation line may be lower than the water level in the pipe. Normally, it should be above the water level, so the water drops out of the condensation line into the P-trap water there. And it sounds like maybe your condensation line is too low or your pipe is backing up enough where it's keeping the water level above the condensation pipe. Mm -hmm. So what's the remedy for it? Well, the first thing would be to check and see if if the what the water level is. Uh, if you'll look underneath the sink, you'll see where the pipe ties in. If that right. is higher than the pipe going through the wall where the water exits, mm-hmm. then the condensation line needs to be moved. You can just have a plumber do that. Mm-hmm. If it's not if if it's not higher, that tells me then that there's a plug in the line, and you still probably need a plumber to unplug it and get it mm-hmm. flowing right again to get the water level down. So either way, you probably are going to want a plumber out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, thank you. 
You bet. Have a great week. No offense, Bill. You being from Loserana. <laughs> it's okay, Bill. You can ride with me. I don't care where you're from. Just duck down whenever I pass another real Texan. <laughs> Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. That's a heck of a deal. Got a home improvement question? 713-212-5874. That's any home improvement question you have. Let's talk with... Oops, didn't hit the button right. There we go. Robert, how are you today? I'm good, Jim. How are you? Doing just fine. What can I do for you? Uh, I have a house that was built in 1995 out in Katy. We bought the house about six years ago. I have gigantic oak trees in front of it. Uh, We do have some sloping on one of our floors going down and on on the same side on the left. We have wooden tile in the, in the house, so there's no carpet okay. at all. Um, we really aren't seeing any, no doors are sticking or anything else. It's just a thing where the floors are sloping. I'm guessing maybe roots are getting underneath. I don't know, but I, I heard you talking to another person about foundation, and foundation yeah. is bothering me now, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um I can make your nightmares come. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Um, we're worried because we want to remodel the kitchen and everything else. I, I don't want to do that if I'm going to have foundation issues. You if know, the big trees that you mentioned, oak trees, they, yeah, they take are. a tremendous amount of moisture out of the soil. And a lot of times if people would, like you're doing, start asking questions early on, before they have major problems as far as cracks in the sheetrock and all that, some simple root barriers will help correct the problem. And that's nothing more than putting a trench between the house and the tree, 36 inches deep, dropping a barrier in there made out of plastic that uh, keeps the roots from growing back in. And that allows the moisture on the house side to build back up in the soil, which will actually lift that side some uh, okay it, it, and if it's a minor problem that's really all the typically it needs if it gets into it's, a bigger problem then you get into having to do regular foundation repair and there goes the remodeling money for doing the house correct is that something y'all do or oh yeah absolutely all the okay, time y'all do that okay I, the other question i had if we have y'all out i know this is, might be crazy um is that reported that y'all came out and did a foundation inspection or to no. where, where when you sell the house? You, you understand what I mean? No. Yeah, okay. it's, it's not reported anywhere. But let me, let me give you a caution, though. If you get a, an estimate for foundation repair and, and you elect not to do anything, and that's why, you know, a lot of times people need to be a little more cautious on who they call out and then what they actually report when they go to sell a house. If you receive a written estimate for foundation repair, in other words, putting in piers, and you go to sell the house and you don't disclose it, should that buyer ever discover that you had that estimate and didn't do the repair work and now they're having to pay for it, they can come back and sue you. Because you knew if you, and didn't disclose it. If now one way around it is you get you get a a, a Jake Leg foundation contractor who gives you a, a price even though it's not needed. You can get an engineer's report to offset what the foundation repair contractor said. Well, but as far it as be, it being it would re- be simple for me because I would use yeah. you. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah, but I got there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who I'm gonna be blunt. They're too darn cheap to use a quality company, and so they go with bootleg contractors, and they end up getting ripped off in the long run. I can't tell you how many times I go out and redo houses because somebody hired somebody at dirt cheap prices 
that went out of business because they didn't charge enough to do the job right to begin with, and now they're stuck having to pay to do the job twice. If they'd have paid right to do it the first time, they wouldn't be in those situations. But beyond that, uh, you know, when a, when a foundation job is done, and this is for everybody listening, there should be a static test done on the sewer system before and after leveling to make sure there's no broken pipes so that that doesn't cause an additional problem down the road. Make sure that your contractors are pulling permits, and if an engineer's report is required by that city, make sure that's done as well. It amazes me how many contractors aren't following those simple rules. Well, Jim, I think I'm going to have to give you a call and just have it checked out. It, I don't know what the cost is, but, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I need, we need to make we charge a $10 trip charge to come out and take a look, so it's cheap. Okay. That's a lot cheaper than we charge. <laughs> there you go. Robert, right. you have a great weekend, and hey, I look too. forward Thank to you, you calling us. Thank you, Jim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, yeah, the Due West office is open today if you want to call 713-473-7156. They're there till 4 o'clock taking calls. We're going to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Want to see what Jim Dutton looks like? Well, if you insist, see his picture on our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. Now, here's Jim with more Texas Home Improvement. 713-212-5874. That's the number to call for any home improvement question you have. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath, and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a store near you. All right, let's get ready. We're going to head straight back into the calls. Let's see. There we, did I hit that button? There we go. Brady in Cleveland, welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you? Jim, this is the first time I've called, but I've been a fan for a long time, man. I sure appreciate what you're doing. Well, I appreciate you taking time to call. Brother, I only have two questions. We bought a camp house out in uh, the middle of the woods, very happy with it, but but I'm just missing the little part of the washer and dryer room. And what we were going to do was add on a 10 by 10 slab in, in the back and, and go ahead and make the washer and dryer room there. But I heard you a couple of weeks ago and you didn't like putting wire down. You insisted on some type of rebar, if I'm not mistaken. And I was going to see what size that, that you would insist on something by a 10 by 10, just something small that, that I could handle. I, I, okay. I just don't really remember the size you said. Well, first of all, is the, is the original uh, slab foundation? It is. Okay. When you put this on, I want you to put a, great, a beam all the way around the perimeter, including next to the original foundation, so that okay. uh, you've got something there that's solid. You're going to dowel into the original foundation, but instead of just drilling them straight in, you put them at an angle. In other words, drill down with one, 16 inches over, drill from below going up so that they're kind of crisscrossed all the way across. Okay. That that will tie the two slabs together to where they move to as one unit rather than separate units. And that's the reason for having the, the grade beam along the original house as well. Your grade beam needs to be 10 to 12 inches wide and drop it down a minimum of 18 inches. 10 to 12 uh, and a minimum of 18, okay. And as far as your reinforcing on something like that, I would use number three rebar across the flat work, which is a 3 8 bar. Put it on 12-inch to 16-inch centers. And then in the grade beam itself, I would put four half-inch rebars. Half-inch, really? Yep. Okay, uh, last question. Uh, can I just go straight down to the soil with this, or should I use some type of sand? No. Uh, you know, it used to be everybody wanted to use sand, and what they have found is that has caused more problems because water will tend to travel through that sand and wash it out. And so as okay. much as possible, 
you go down on the original soil now and only use sand as a as a fine tuning layer if need be. Okay, okay. So being what it is, I'll I'll, I'll probably just go straight down to the soil. Yep. And uh, and okay. make sure you put plastic. Make sure you put plastic under there. Under the concrete itself. Correct. Okay. Okay, Jim. Hey, man, I sure appreciate your time. Not a problem. Good luck with it. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. And we're going to Lamarck. Stan, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Oh, Jim, great. It's wonderful to talk to you. I uh, love working on homes, and I bought a uh, 65. Stan, did you say groovy? Yeah, probably. (laughs) All right, I'm 63. Come on, I'm giving it up. Okay. Um, um, I I bought an old home, high-end when it was built. It's got four bathrooms, four crappers that are hanging on the wall. Okay. Now, three of them are standard. And I've I've managed to redo them to the point where they're working really good, not making any noise, not leaking anything. One of them, and it's the one that's most widely used because it's right by the entryway to the house. Uh, it's a three quarter, it's a half a bath, a sink and a, and a cover. Um, is is a Biggs, B-I-G-S, Biggs low flow crapper. Okay. And it, you know, and I, I, I crawled into the crawl space to see how it was hanging, and I, it was, it's incredible. The, the, the cast iron and the way it's hanging on there, a thousand-pound guy could jump on that crapper, and the wall might come down, but the, that crapper's not coming off. Yep. But I can't get the parts. It's, uh, it's, it, it's just it's leaking inside. Where have you tried to get the parts from? Uh, just locally, um, I, um, I've asked quite a few different people that are plumbing people and, uh-huh. uh, I, I, there's, there's a, a plumber here that's, uh, known in our neighborhood. This is high end homes on this street and they're older. They're from the mid sixties to the early seventies. And, right. and he says, well, um, he talked to my wife, I, I'm a truck driver. I'm always gone. And he said, well, he says, I'll have to order the parts. That was a month ago, and I haven't been able to get a hold of him again. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is I can't seem to find out where to get the parts because Biggs has been out of business, apparently, for a long time. Yeah, i tell you what you need to do is take some good pictures of it Yeah. and go into one of the more plumbing supply stores. More? Okay. More, M-O-O-R-E. Yeah, yeah, okay. And you can order the parts yourself for fixing it. Really? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. Here's a man who hammers like lightning. He never hits twice in the same place. It's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, and I want to thank Sunburst Shutters for taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. You won't find better shutters for your home. Go to sunburstshutters.com. All righty, let's see here. I was talking with Stan when we left, and... Stan, are you there still? Yeah, yeah I, I am. Okay, I, I am. sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we talked about more supply company for the for the parts. Go ahead. Okay. Well, like I say, I, I've asked. Uh, you know, Galveston has got a lot of older homes and a lot right. of older high end homes. So I was thinking that'd be the ticket. Well, the plumbing place out there was kind of. I don't know if the guy that I talked to, I've only been in there twice, uh, was the guy that would know or not. But. Um, he was lost on it. On it, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say. No, we don't have parts for that, Biggs. And it may be that that there are parts no longer available. Uh-huh. But if any if anybody's going to know, it's going to be a regular plumbing supply store like Moore. Okay. 
Okay, uh, that that sounds good, Jim. I appreciate that. I'll I'll Google that, find where the nearest Moors is, take some pictures, and go down there and 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 visit with them guys. All righty, you take care. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Bye. All righty, let's see here. We're going to talk with Sherry. Sherry, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi. I moved into a house about 10 years ago that I I knew up front that it had foundation problems, but supposedly the foundation had been fixed. Over the 10 years, uh, of course, the foundation has shifted, and we've had more work done on it. But my question is, it has ceramic tiles all on the, it's a two-story house on the bottom floor, and uh -huh. I'm in the process of taking the tile up because it's cracking because of the shifting. And I wonder, I, I would like to put wood flooring, hardwood flooring down. Okay. Is this, is this possible? And if so, how do I need to prep the foundation? It absolutely is possible. If I was doing it, I would tell you to put a floating wood floor rather than okay. a glue down. Okay. And the reason for that, if the foundation continues to move underneath it, it won't affect the wood floor floating on top of it then. Okay. And by using a floating one, you've also got a membrane that acts as a moisture barrier because in Houston we get so much moisture that comes up through those foundations. A lot of wood floors that are glued down to the foundation end up getting ruined over that. And by having that membrane to protect the wood floor, you don't have to worry about that either. So that's what I would go with. And you can uh, stop at one of the floor and decor locations, and they they got a huge selection of them. Okay. I have another question. Sure. Because of the the movement in the foundation, the um, energy-efficient windows have the seal has broken on on them, and they look like they look really dirty now on the inside. It's like an orange mildew-looking substance on the windows. Is there well, anything? I will that tell you that that more than likely was not a result of the foundation movement. Um, oh, really? That's probably just the seals on the glass packs breaking. Okay. Can anything be done to? To clean the windows at least? No. What ends up having to happen is a new glass pack has to be made for those windows. Now, are those the original windows or are they replacement windows? They're replacements. Most replacement windows, not all of them, but a lot of them, come with lifetime warranties on those glass packs. Uh-huh. Uh, if you'll look on the, like the little knob for locking the window... See if yes. they if they have the manufacturer's name on there. Okay. And you may be able to call and have them come out and replace the glass packs for you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. You have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, let's see here. Let's talk with Marie in Crosby. How are you? Just fine, but I think I have a huge problem. Uh -oh. For a good long while, uh, on the north end of our house, in the rooms that are on that side there, seemed to get moisture under the carpet. And we first discovered it, I had, just sitting out in the middle of the floor, a plastic tote, a heavy one yep. with books, just sitting there. And I had smelled mildew, and I picked that up, and there's moisture under that tub. There's yeah. not moisture a foot away, but uh, now... Yeah, well, the tub, the, the reason that happened is you've got moisture coming up through the concrete, like right. I was just talking about, uh, you know, on that last caller. Uh -huh. And yeah. when you have that plastic tub on top, it stops the moisture right there. Yes. And okay. doesn't let the air conditioning system dissipate it. What the air conditioner did what? It, it, well, your air conditioner is a dehumidifier, so when the yeah. moisture comes up through a slab and it's carpet, it just evaporates with the dehumidification process, okay, but, but you're blocking that when you got that plastic sitting on there. Okay, but it, but I'm not supposed to have moisture under there. No, you're not. So uh, we've had some uh, people out, okay. Uh, right now, the carpet and pad are pulled back away from the outside walls. 
Uh-huh. And there is obvious moisture or has been wet, like the tack strips or nail strips, what do you call it? Right. Okay, they have had moisture in some places. Now, also on the outside on that end of the house, we were told water stands too long. Ah. Well, Marie, I'm going to put you on hold for sure. just a second. I got to take a quick break. I'll be right back with you. When it comes to home improvement, Jim Dutton will have you riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Here he is on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, welcome back. This portion is being made possible by Floor and Decor, Texas' largest selection and the lowest prices, guaranteed. When we left, I was talking with Marie, and Marie, are you there still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got standing water that's staying out there too long. Uh-huh. And how are they wanting you to address it? And what? How do, how do they want you to take oh, care well, of that? Oh, well, first of all, we have to, yes, get that pulled away. I mean, everything, yep. you know, cleared out. But the problem is, okay, a French drain was suggested, and gutters along that, up on that end of the house. Uh, see, it used to not do this. I think evidently soil has changed. We've been here since uh, 1989, and the house yeah. was built in 79. Okay. So now that's what they think it's coming in. I had a hydrostatic test on the plumbing. Uh-huh. that sound correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. No leaks in the plumbing. Okay. So I was hoping that was what it was. Uh, oh no, that's extremely expensive if that's what it is to have to fix those pipes. So no, you're oh, you're, oh, okay. you're lucky it wasn't it that. Sounds, uh, the drainage will be much cheaper. Well, yes, but then how do we know that it won't uh water won't seep in? It, it rained recently, but there's not as much water standing, but we're still uh, we had the carpet and everything pulled back and now we don't see any moisture coming in. So okay. was the carpet acting as a wick pulling it no. in? You may not be seeing it because the carpet somewhat would protect the foundation and, and allow it to come in a little bit. I'll tell you, if you lay a piece of plastic down on that yeah. uh, concrete there, okay, I will bet you money it'll have moisture under it. Okay, just tape it down. Yep, tape it down and see see and leave, leave it, it for 24 hours. Okay, and just see if it sweats and ends up with a bunch of moisture under there. Okay. Now, this only affects, this affects, unfortunately, two bedrooms. Yep. And a big walk-in closet and another closet. Yep. And, uh, the, but the also, right in the middle of these rooms is a, uh, a bathroom that has a skylight. And uh, an agent came out to look, and we do have some cracks in the flashing up there, which she said water really could go down between the walls. Yeah, unlikely that that's the cause. No. Okay. Uh, Work on that drainage issue. In fact, if you want, do West would be more than happy to look at it. But that music means I've got to let you go at this point because we are done for today. And uh, don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next weekend.